this is Nash Gruner, the son of Olivia Gruner, and you are listening to the UCW radio show in your face. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW radio in your face. Give it to me, baby. All right, welcome to the UCW Radio Show, and we have another great show lined up for you today. We have a great guest, and I'm telling you, I'm really I'm excited about bringing her on the show. Uh, she is a musician, she's an actress, she's a she, she's done so many different things, and I really can't even go over everything right now because it would sound unreal. I'm going to let it come from her mouth to your ears, so you can um, really adhere to this great talent okay but i want to also uh remind everyone that you can find all our shows our past shows and even the future shows that are going to be are going to be coming out you can go to ucwmagazine.com and check out the profiles of the our guests that we have on the show we have some great really fantastic guests on the show and then you can also if you just want to listen to the uh the various episodes you can go to ucwradio.com go to itunes stitcher player player fm and so on and so forth we have so many uh different 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 areas where you can actually listen to the show uh we're trying to incorporate periscope uh i have no guarantees to, to the quality of it we're trying to do live streaming uh, at certain parts during the show so we're gonna have a q a uh don't know how it's gonna work out but we're giving it a shot this is the first time we're doing it and it's for this show so uh this is like the um the beta test uh we'll figure it out eventually i hope it works out well and if it doesn't i have to apologize in advance but we are going to give it a shot uh later on in the show okay so uh with that said uh without further ado Let's bring on our guest, which I didn't mention, but I'm going to mention her now. She's an actress. She's a recording artist. And she was Wonder Woman. All right, so uh, join me in welcoming Nina Bergman to the show. All right, Nina, welcome to the UCW Radio Show. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. I want to thank you for coming on the show and taking the time out. I know you got a busy, busy schedule. I know. It's been hectic lately. No, because it, yeah. it's hard being a superstar, I know. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a lot of work. It's a lot, it is a lot of work. So, you know, what I what I normally do when I bring uh, a guest on the show, as opposed mm-hmm. to, you know, giving giving everything uh, and and basically telling their whole the end of their story in the beginning i like to start at the beginning and talk about the journey because that that's what this is about uh i know your background somewhat it's it's an interesting uh it's definitely an interesting uh journey and i guess my first question to you is what got you involved in entertainment um my my grandfather Russian grandfather, you know, played Ivan the Terrible, and my Russian gypsy grandmother, you know, she toured around in caravans and traveled all the, all over the world and sang and performed. Mm-hmm. So I started doing it when I was four years old, and then my dad was a director, so I was his guinea pig. So I've been singing and acting since I could walk. I mean, probably before. 
I'm sure I was in shows before I could even talk <laughs> and doing. So I don't, I don't know how to do anything else. This is all I've ever done. Oh, so you've been doing it for a while, but you know, with, with what, with because you say that you 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 have your gypsy grandparents and and, uh, mm-hmm. and whatnot. You know, your your childhood was a lot different than most kids growing up. Yes, because I was working. I was a miniature adult. You know what I mean? I was uh, self-sufficient at seven years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I could pay my own bills, you know? So nice. so I just, I was just really, a I just baby. loved. A sugar baby. <laughs> yeah, I was a sugar baby, literally. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I've, you know, I just loved doing it so much. So I just did it full time. Okay, and then yeah, you, I mean your parents they you know they supported you and they pushed you in that direction. Um, um, well, they just let me do what I wanted to do. Um, and um, they, yeah, they definitely supported me. And then when I was fourteen, I got a scholarship to school in London, and they did not like that. Okay. But um, I was one of those kids like you couldn't tell me what to do. I had the plane ticket and a book, like the the plane ticket booked, and I like I did it all on my own, at, and I moved to London by myself at fourteen. At fourteen. Well, what, what did yeah. you get, what did you get a scholarship for? For Erding Academy is a musical theater school. Oh. Cool. So I, you know, I sang, danced, and acted, and then I lived at a nun hostel for troubled kids, for girls, troubled what? girls. Why? When you got over there, <laughs> but you weren't a troubled kid. Uh, I won't say I, you know what I mean? I, uh, I, I'm, try, I, I'm trying uh, to make you look good here. <laughs> so you were not a troubled kid. <laughs> I just had a lot of fire, you know what I mean? I was one of those, like, I was out every night, and, you know what I mean? At 12, I looked like I was 20, you know, so I could get into all the clubs, you uh, know what I mean? Yeah, I started early. Like, yeah, I was like, yeah, a little out of control, but uh, I was, you know. Little troublemaker. I was hungry. <laughs> little, little. I just wanted to be out there, you know, because in Denmark it's very small. Right. And then when I came to London, it was like there's like this whole world out there. You know what I mean? And I was like, I just wanted to be part of it and absorb it. And then, uh, you know, I outgrew that pretty fast. And then I I went to New York when I was sixteen. Okay. Oh, so you were at fourteen. You went. You. Bought your ticket, everything. You went to London on your own, you know, against your parents' wishes, mm-hmm. and you went there and you started. Uh, well, you were living at uh, a, 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 was a nun house for troubled kids because you were a troublemaker. Yeah. And now, now we know the truth. Okay, and then, <laughs> and then at at sixteen, well, were you were you performing while you were there when you went to the school? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I was performing uh, with a band called CNC Music Factory as a backup dancer. Okay. Uh huh. And then I would do my little musicals, you know, at the school. Okay. And then, um, and then actually I went to visit my Russian gypsy grandmother in Moscow. Okay. And then I got a full scholarship to a school in Moscow called the Bolshoi Theater. <clears throat> it's like the best ballet school in the world. Right. You know, we were 7,000 auditioning and they picked four. And it's like impossible to get an audition. Wait, so when I. Out of 7,000, they picked you? Yeah, wow. so four of us that got picked, and I was one of them, so then I studied ballet in Moscow for a year. I became a prima ballerina. Oh, wow. Yeah, so by the time I was done, I, I was a prima ballerina at 16, and that's when I was like, I want to 
uh, I want to go to New York. Oh, so so you went. All right, hold hold the phone here. You, from, you went from London. You were you were doing musical theater. You went to Moscow, yeah. and then you were yeah. a prima ballerina, which I didn't even think they existed. But then you are a prima ballerina. So now I know. Yeah, no I was one. a prima ballerina. Uh huh. I know one. That's like the the big shot ba- ballerinas. Okay, and then uh, then you said, hey, you know what? I'm gonna go to New York because this yeah. is this is what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, I always knew I was gonna go to New York. Okay, so at sixteen yeah. you went to New York. You came to New York, and what 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 did you come to New York for? Uh, well, I just came, and then uh, I quickly realized, like, with a thick Danish accent, and you know, it was very hard to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. So I took my GED and my SATs, and then at that time I managed to get into Juilliard, and then I transferred to NYU. And then I was, you know, I tried to act and model and doing all that. But then I became an amateur boxer and that taught me money to support for uh, okay, college. Okay, let's pause for a second. I want to crank back a little bit. So you came, you came <laughs> to, wait, I just want to follow the story. So you came to New York, you had no plan. You got on a plane, you, you just stepped off and you were in New York. Did, did you have, yeah. did you have friends here or family or something? Um, well, what happened was I, I went to Times Square because I was the center, and then I got, I remember, a hotel in Times Square for, like, 60 bucks, and I remember there was a dead rat in the past, like, like, really shitty hotel, right? Right. And then um, I got into a club, and and um, because I knew I had, you know, the dancing friends from London, you know what I mean, uh, hanging around that whole uh, dance uh, community, and then I met, that night, I met a guy, um... They were called Shade. Uh, they were choreographers, and at the time they were working for Prince. And then they hired me to be a backup dancer for Prince. For the, the next day, I went and auditioned. So that's how I started my life in New York. Holy crap! That, yeah. that, 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 that's <laughs> and then that, that, that's and then I went on tour, and then you know I worked for three months, and then you know I started acting and modeling, and I just couldn't make my tuition because you know. NYU is thirty grand per semester, so it was just like I couldn't make that kind of money acting and modeling, and you know what I mean. Right. So then, in as a dancer for Prince, I was too balletty. I was too like you know prima ballerina, very like balletty. So then someone told me to start boxing because it would like make me a little more like hip hop. You know what I mean? So you like a little more grounded. You were you were too stuck up in ballerina mode. That's what yeah, I was too stuck up. Like I was too stuck up. Too skinny. Yeah. So then I started training, and then they were like, oh, my God, like, you're a natural at this. And, that, and I was, you know, a pretty angry chick, too. So um, so then so then I started doing it, like, kind of for fun and, you know, start doing little fights, you know, here and there and make a little money. And then, you know, oh, it's just kind of... Pause for a second. See, well, I'm going to keep pausing you because <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. That, so you actually, you, you started training, you started training as a boxer. Mm-hmm. Because you would, yeah. it was going to help you with what you were doing with Prince, so you can you can actually yeah. do have the hip hop, yay, yo, that type of look. Okay, so now you started yeah. you started boxing. So you you made a decision to say, hey, I'm training to box so I can do certain things. Well, let me just get in the ring and let somebody hit my face. Well, I started training for fun, and then we would start doing fights. You know, I trained with a guy named Maka. You know, Wildcard, that's from Wildcard over here in, in L.A., mm-hmm. you know, and Freddie Roaches, that's his yep. gym. Yep, Freddie Roaches. Yeah, so I started, yeah, so I started training, 
with those guys in New York, and then because of my footwork of being a ballet dancer and coming from the Bolshoi Theater, training, like, hardcore military training, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the boxing training was a piece of cake compared to the ballet training, you know? So they're like, this chick is really, like, she, you know what I mean? They're like, you could actually start doing little fights, you know what I mean? And start, like, making a little money. Wow. And that's, and that's how it, it, it started, and that's how I start listening to all the harder music, mm-hmm. and that's how I got into, like, harder rock music, because well, that's what I discovered, but discovered it in, but, in the gyms. But it's, it's interesting, and again, you know, a lot of people go through life not doing what they want to do, but you're a prime example of doing whatever you wanted to do <laughs> when you wanted to do it, okay, and, but that's the way you live your life. And you're happy. You wake up every day with a smile, right? I know that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's very exciting. You know, I mean, my life is very exciting. I, I just, you know, I, I you know, I, I need to wake up excited every day. And it, it was like, you know, as a ballet dancer, I mean, at 16, I was at my prime. At 18, I retired. I was done as a dancer. Yeah, then you t- I was like, okay, next career. Like, I, I started at four. I mastered it. You know, I... I Work with the top, you know. Yeah, and then I was like, "Who do you who do you work with after the Bolshoi Theater and Prince? Like, where do you go? You know, as an answer." Well, when you when you're way up on top, and really there's nowhere to go from there. Yeah, I guess a change in career uh, makes sense. But I mean, wow, what a change! (laughs) 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 How how many amateur fights did you have? Uh, Well, I had forty three. You, so, so, oh wait, so, yeah. say that number again. I had 43 fights. You had 43 so, fights. See, at first yeah. I, I, I thought you I said, oh. I my nose, you know, I have, like, I can't breathe out of my right. And, uh, yeah. And uh, I can't breathe out of my, and I'm half deaf on my right ear. And, you know what I mean? I saw it, yeah. So, yeah. And no one, no one would know this if they didn't listen to this show. Look at that. Well, you can actually see it in pictures. You can see my nose is a little crooked. Like, it's a little imperfect, yeah. And you can see the scars and if you look closely, yeah. <laughs> wow. That, but no, that's, that's, so you're in 43 fights and then you retired, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I retired because, you know, same, same thing, you know. Right. It's a, it's a short career and, and I watched, you know, some of, uh, you know, I, I watch what happened if you stay in there for too long. And mm-hmm. I was too buffed, you know what I mean? I couldn't work as an actor either, or, you know, as a model. I did all the sports campaign. I did everything that I could. But I was just, I was, you know, I was way too buff. And I, all I was doing was training all day long, you know. And I just want to let our listeners know something. Just a little thing that happened this morning, okay? I, you know, I get up early in the morning. And I go and I train uh-huh. because this is what I do. So, this for the listeners. See what happened. I I was going back and forth with Nina about two about two thirty this morning, my time. Okay, she was already. Uh, it was midnight for her around there. Okay, and she sent me a, a picture saying that I motivated her to actually get out <laughs> and get physical. I don't buy that for a second now. Wait a second. What? <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I, I saw your post, and you were up at like 3 o'clock in the morning, and I was like, wow, I remember those days. And I was like, 
Wow, all right. I had an audition this morning, and I was like, you know, I wasn't going to work out, but then I saw you, and I was like, shoot, I need to, like, you know, I'm slacking here, you know? Oh, you, you, I'm you, slacking. You're, you're, you're a competitor. You're like, oh, game on. All right, okay, I got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> well, I, I like, you know, I like competition, you know. I, I mean, I didn't stop because I didn't like fighting. You know, I stopped because, you know, Lucia Riker, uh, one of my idols, mm. you know, female boxers. Yeah. I mean, she was the one that was like, stop while you can, you know? Yeah, I mean, look, you can't, with boxing and I and me being, you know, I boxed when I was younger as well. And uh, the thing is, with boxing, that, the whole, that whole uh, sport is not what it used to be. Not that it ever was mm. what it was, <laughs> you know, but, mm-hmm. but it's just a different animal. Uh, especially with MMA, you know, kind of surpassing yeah. it in a lot of ways. And, uh, so it's a smart thing that you retired because, you know, boxing is scientific. If you're, you know, you can be a brawler, you can be a scientist. You know, most people go in there, you know, I mean, if you have, you have the skills, you have the tools, you can do well. But again, your career yeah. is limited. You know, uh, at a certain point, you got to stop. Yeah. And that's the next, and you stopped. Yeah. And then, so you stopped boxing. So what, what was your next step? What did you do then? Um, after that, I, I, I stopped boxing, and then um, I started, I was, you know, in New York, and I started auditioning a lot for uh, things out in L.A., like there was a lot more work. And then I heard that my favorite underground band called Kidney Thieves I lost their lead singer, okay. <laughs> so I was like, "I gotta go and uh, I gotta go and audition." And I, I want to, I want like that was my favorite underground band, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I need, I need to be the new singer." And and uh, I was just ready. I, I was burned out. In New York, just like it's a tough city, you know. Oh yeah. Like I was working so much and making money, and still I was broke, you know. Yeah, because and I was like two years of school. It was just I was like, yeah, I'm not really using it. Mm-hmm. I mean, no offense to you know, college is important, but in my field, it wasn't really, mm, you know. Well, it wasn't beneficial to you. It wasn't doing anything to enhance your life. That's what it came down to. No, no. I mean, it, it helped me as an actor. Right. When you tell people, hey, you know, you went to to NYU, then people know and Juilliard. And, that you are legit, you know, so you got a little bit of respect, and that's all I wanted. Because when I first came, as I said, nobody took me seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's so many actors, and, you know, everyone thought it was a joke, you know? Yeah. So I had to do something. I mean, yeah, you did something, that, that's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, how many people can just really you get off a plane, come to New York, go to a rat infested hotel, and go the, the the next night, go to a club and get a gig with Prince, and then boom, you go you you got your you know your GED everything else, and you go to NYU and you get accepted, and you get accepted to Juilliard, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, really, you know, then you then then you go from there to boxing, yeah, yeah, you're 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 eclectic. That that's is no, there's, that's for sure. <laughs> but i love it because it makes you interesting because because what what you've done you've done what you want to do you know you don't let anything hold you back and that 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 inspires people true but i tell you like my little siblings like they wanted to do ballet and stuff and i was like no way like i won't let them do what i did mm-hmm. like it was a little crazy you know like it was a little it was a little crazy to let your like little 14 15 16 year old run around like 
in a big country like that. But I wouldn't recommend it. No. You know, I was lucky. You know, I'm still I'm still alive. You know what I mean? And I got into boxing and all of that. But no. you know, because a lot of things yeah, happened. Because at 14 years old, traveling around by yourself. I know. You know. I know. You have a guardian yeah. angel somewhere. <laughs> that, that's for sure. I know. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. So now you then you uh, so you went to L.A. You were you were you know, auditioning everything. You were getting a cup. You you got a couple of gigs. I guess you got a couple of modeling gigs. What what was your first your first decent gig when you were in L.A. Oh, your most memorable. <laughs> Forget about the one the superhero thing. We're going to talk about that later. But what's what's your most memorable memorable one? Uh, she has so many, you know, I did like reality TV shows for three months on a, yeah, but on, you the, know, you, on the world with, with boss with need, comedy and ludicrous, but, but you, need, you, know, you, know, you that. but you know, there's always that one that actually <laughs> like, you know, just caught you and it can be yeah. something that's insignificant, but for you, it meant the world cause it opened up you know, like uh, one of my biggest experiences actually, this is going to be so like, I don't know. For me, um, doing Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman with Jesse Johnson was like one of the best times of my life. Oh, that seemed like it a lot was of fun. so so much fun. I mean, we shot so much more that didn't make it into the trailer, you know. And I trained for a couple of months with some of Jesse's top stunt guys and. You know, it was just like I was like I could live my life doing that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Je- Jesse, Jesse's a good, uh, he's a good director, and you know, and uh, Jesse, if you listen to this show, and you, I know you're gonna, you're gonna listen to it. I tried to avoid touching on Wonder Woman for a little bit, but I have no choice because this, this was your highlight. This is what actually. Well, this is this is one of the this is one of them, but you know, I'm like. And I'm like, when I eat a sushi, that's my favorite. When I eat Italian, that's my favorite food. When I eat whatever, you know, and, and that was one of my favorites. And then the last movie I did with Art was the same. Like, oh, my God, that character was so much fun. It's it's just, uh, but with Wonder Woman, I had two months of training before. Right. So I felt really good about her, you know. Hey, let me tell you something. I saw that anyone... <laughs> That just go to YouTube, put up Wonder Woman, Nina Bergman, and and see this trailer, and it's fierce because when I first saw it, and I and I told you I didn't know it was you. I knew Jesse, I didn't know it was you, and I said, "Wow, this girl's fierce. That she should be, you know, she should be tapped for Wonder Woman because I mean, she's, I mean, you you were out of control, okay? And then when Thank I you. when I found out it was you, I said, "All right, cool, you're coming on the show. We got Wonder Woman." <laughs> Mm-hmm. So that was that, that was pretty cool. All right, so you know what we're gonna do now, Nina? Uh, we're gonna take a, a quick break because we have to. Because if we don't, then we're gonna be mm-hmm. talking and going on and on and on and on. All right, so we're gonna take a mm-hmm. quick break and then we're gonna come back uh, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about your projects that you have going on now and we're gonna talk about your yeah. music career. We want to know what's going on next. I know you know you signed a deal with Warner Brothers. I want to get into that. And then we're going to talk yeah. about some other stuff. And then we're going to, and guys, we're going to try. We're going to try our best to do the live Periscope. I'm trying. I don't, I don't <laughs> think anyone has done it. I'm going to try to do this. And hey, you know what? If God's with us, it's going to work out. And if it doesn't work out, then we tried our best. But anyway, stick with us. We're going to be right back with you on the UCW radio show.
right, welcome back to the UCW Radio Show. As you know, we're here with Nina Bergman. She's a mover, she's a shaker, she's a movie maker and a music maker. She's doing all types of things. Oh, my God, I don't know. I can't find she's unboxing. I'm telling you, I wouldn't be surprised if she's a hit woman. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm not. Well, you're not. She's not. Yeah. Trust me, no. But, uh, yeah, we, we talked about your... Um, you know, you're growing up, uh, Nina, and where, where mm-hmm. we saw it is really, I mean, your, your background is, is interesting, is eclectic. I, not too many people have that, that type of background. Um, but this, it's not even the best, it's, it's, you accomplished things during, during your life that brought you to the pinnacle, to the top of whatever you were, you were involved in. You know, which which is really interesting. So now we we left off with you boxing and knocking people out and doing that stuff and doing Wonder Woman. Um, well, I guess let's continue with the, with Wonder Woman. Now, Wonder Woman, okay. you had to train for two months for this, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And what type of training did you have to do? Uh, well, I I did two kinds of training. Um, I worked with a guy named Chris Torres. Mm-hmm. who was an Olympic wrestler. So um, he, because I boxed for so many years, and I have the flexibility and the strength as a ex-dancer ballerina, but I didn't really know how to kick too well, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I trained with him, like, as an overall. And, uh, you know, he would just train me, like, how he was trained uh, for the Olympics. So, uh, I mean, it was a little intense. You know, first day he did, like, a sidekick and went flying across the room and hit my head open. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? They oh, just yeah, yes. yes, he, he kicked you? Yeah, he, he, he kicked me. I think, I don't know. I think he was to test me. Uh, because if I quit right there, then he didn't want to train me. You know, he was one of those. Oh. You know, and I was like, it's, dude, it's just for the movies, but with Chris Torres, it's not like that. Either you do it for real or you don't. Right. So I trained with him, and, um, and he trained, like, very, you know, specifically uh, for, for the movies as well, learning, you know, because when you punch mm. and when you kick and stuff, it's a little different for the movies. It's a lot different. You know? It's a lot different. Yeah, so so he, he would teach me, you know, the real stuff, and then we would redo it, and I will learn it, you know, for the movies. And then um, and then I would learn the actual routines from Luke Fontaine, the stunt choreographer uh, that Jesse Johnson works with. Okay. So so Luke would would teach me all these um routines um and I would have you know time to work on them and perfect my you know jujitsu roles or whatever I, I needed to work on you know mm-hmm. and um and th- some of these routines were like really long so it's like learning choreography like learning ballet you know so so yeah so I trained with Chris like four or five times a week and then I would get together with Luke like once or twice a week and, and work on my routines. And you were doing that for two months? Yeah, for two months. So I felt ready, you know, and I didn't want to, because uh, she was Wonder Woman, so I didn't want to go and pump iron and stuff because back in the day, uh, you know, Wonder Woman didn't pump iron. You know, she was uh, training with her, you know, sisters and, you know, and uh, you know what I mean? They didn't have gyms. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just wanted to train like how she trained. You know what I mean? 
where you could easily so, have you you could have easily have gone went to the gym buffed up and had that look I have muscles duh, 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 but you wanted to be yeah, more real you wanted to be I wanted know, to be real yeah, yeah. you wanted to be active and Jesse so, wanted to yeah Jesse didn't want me to be all ripped and have an eight pack you know no no he wanted me um to, yeah to be real yeah and but that that's why when I saw the trailer and I saw when the way it was done with the gritty look and the way mm -hmm. and how you were in it, it was there was a realism to it that you that you felt that you were in a in a Marvel. I mean, even though it's a DC thing, but you were like in a Marvel mm -hmm. type of movie. Okay, which yeah. is pretty cool because sometimes you know, like if you look at like with DC, you got the Dark Knight. Okay, that's that's you know, and when they when they switched over to Christian Bale, the movies changed and they they had a gritty look to them, and that's what you had yeah. for Wonder Woman. Yeah, which was pretty cool, and uh, yeah, and so, so now everyone know you know they know more of about you so uh if you weren't afraid before you should be afraid now you don't mess with her because she'll take you out <laughs> okay so so when uh so you did you did wonder woman so now that experience did it did it open your eyes to to different things that you wanted to do Oh, yeah uh you know I've done stunts before like before that i i just did a movie with a guy named Peter Stomare and Eric Roberts, mm -hmm. where I play like a Kill Bill kind of character. And we shot it in Utah, but the stunts weren't as extensive and, you know, it was like a little more normal stunt, mm -hmm. you know? Right. But, but then when I did the Wonder Woman, I was like, oh my God, this is so much fun. Like, I want to do more of that. And then, and then after that, I booked the movie with Art Camacho, and that, uh, you know, was, very stunt heavy as well that movie yeah. you know but it's a completely different kind of stunt because it's more like you know martial real martial arts you know well i mean art art's a uh he's, he's a grandmaster and he's a real martial yeah. artist and uh you know he, and his 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 background is fight choreography and that's why when he directs movies you see a lot of that come out because he tries to incorporate yeah. it because it just brings a little more fire to the uh, to the movie he was a little intimidating to work with i mean he's like he's intense when it comes to that i was like uh-oh you know did he take the I sunglasses off like did he take the sunglasses off when he spoke to you uh, no no <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I love art. I love art. I know him for known him for a long time. Uh, and that's why when 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 we saw the chemist and I I saw the components of it, I knew that when everything is said and done, that this is going to be a really really good movie. And when I saw you in that movie, I saw that movie before I knew you did Wonder Woman. Okay. Mm, wow. And and I said I said that girl is special. I said, because there's something, I mean, there's something about you that you, you know that you, know, it's, you can turn something on. You can just like, it's, I don't know what it is. You can turn something on and uh, I don't know. It's, it's just something that's there that I see and, ho and hopefully other people see it. You know? Um, wow, thank you. Yeah. No, you're welcome. But this is, this is the truth. I just, you know, I just, I'm just sharing my, my thoughts with, with the listeners and with you because, yeah. and, and I said this on social, social media today and i'm going to say it on this show and i i don't just say it i say this because i believe this to be true is that 
there's no doubt in my mind that you are going to hit some some high points in your acting career that you're going to you're going to go you're going to be a top dog at some point you're going to get up there and really build up and be a shining light and I'm looking forward to that you know because uh, that's going to be Thank awesome you. that's going to be awesome stuff and you know what and if they don't do it guess what you can just beat the crap out of them that's it <laughs> take them all out <laughs> yes Take them all out. Okay, so now, now you did you did Wonder Woman. So now, what uh, what was I mean? You did the chemist. You did Wonder Woman. You did the chemist. Mm-hmm. So what what were you doing? What did you do after that? Were you did you have any other gigs? You working? Were you just focusing on yeah. music? Um, I did after that. I did um a, a, a short for the film festival, mm-hmm. particularly from New, Newport Film Festival. Okay where uh, I play this character. It's like a miniature movie that plays before all the festivals. Mm-hmm. It's like a three-minute little piece where I play like this badass, you know, with black hair, this punk rocker, and, you know, I have a butler. Like, uh, you have a butler, nice. You know, like, yeah, like Batman. And the, yeah, it's a very interesting character. It's, it's everyone on YouTube. So they play it at all the festivals before the movie, oh. before they screen the movie. It's, a, it's, an, it's, a, it's an ad for art. For artistic movies, so they play it at all the um, festivals, oh, you know. Something else I need so, to So, yeah, so, yeah, so Newport, it's called No New Art, like no, K-N-O-W, No New Art. No New Art. Yeah, so I just, I just did that, and then I'm, I shot a couple of commercials um, uh, uh, that I can't talk about, <laughs> you know, that make you, like, sign your life away, and you know, one in particular is a, uh, one of my favorite brands, <laughs> but I can't say what it is. No, you don't have to say so, it. Um, you don't have to say it now. Yeah. The next time you come on the show, you'll you'll say it. Yeah, they're, they're going to be airing, and uh, they actually like me so much that I'm flying to Philly on the 15th to shoot one more for them. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, and then I, I booked a TV show now that I can talk about uh, called Lost and Found. And um, I'll be playing a character named Silver. So uh, they haven't sold it to the networks yet, but they have the money to shoot it. So we'll shoot, I think, six episodes all of August. And it's called Lost and Found, and I'm playing Silver. Nice, nice. See, when you play this badass character all the time, you get cast a lot as a lesbian. So I'm playing a lesbian in this one. Oh, really? Yeah. What's up with that? Yeah. But I guess that's that's the thing now. That, that's just that's just the thing. Apparently, like when you are when you're toxic chick, you know, in Hollywood, you're a lesbian. That's the, that's just the, yeah. We're gonna change that, you know. Yeah, well, I think like you know, like, so we don't have to be stereotype it. Yeah, yeah, like with orange is new black and this and that, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, you you have you have a lot of that stuff. Uh, you have a lot of that coming out, and and it, and it's crazy because I don't. I mean, you have a lot of stereo typical things that that they that happens in hollywood then you have a trend that happens which to me i I don't i don't get it you know um but you 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 definitely i I don't think that anyone can pigeonhole you into one thing because you're so versatile yes you know you can do a lot of different things and then that's beyond hurting people because you have you have a certain you have a different look to you which you know um I'm trying to think who we kind of it's it's just different. It's like when you look at uh, that Mila 
Um, right. When you when you look at her, she's different. It's a different type of look. Yeah. Okay. And that that's that's you have a different type of look, which is unique, very unique. That's why I know you're gonna be you're gonna be. I mean, they're gonna take a lot of notice. They're gonna say, "We want Nina, Nina, Nina." <laughs> Nina. You're gonna have chance going on and everything. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So so I'm I'm doing that, and then uh, you know I have a few other projects that again. A lot of it I can't talk about, but I have some music stuff I can talk about that I'm excited about. Okay, you know what I'm gonna do? What I'm gonna what I'm gonna attempt mm -hmm. to do is um, is we're gonna attempt, and you're gonna stick with me. We're gonna we're gonna make an attempt. Okay. I don't know how this is gonna work out. Okay, I really don't know how this is gonna work out, but you're gonna hang on with me. You're gonna give me about 15 seconds. I want everybody to to hang on because we're gonna try to periscope. I just you know. You're just gonna hang on. Just give me about, give me about ten seconds. Don't leave, and I'm gonna be okay. right back. Don't leave. Don't leave. Don't go anywhere. Okay. <laughs> all right. Now I'm back. Okay. So now I don't know how this is all okay. gonna work out, <laughs> and I don't, know, I don't even know if they're gonna be able to hear because of how we have it hooked up. But we're we're gonna give this a shot, and if it doesn't work out, then we tried, right? And hey, if, yeah, and we if, tried. If anybody says anything, then basically. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to send you over there and deal with them, and that's gonna be it. <laughs> no problem. We're gonna try to flip this over. There we go. All right. Now I don't know. I hope that I hope that uh, you guys can hear me. Okay. Uh, and if you can't hear me, just uh, again, I'm, we're trying our best here to do this with with Nina Bergman. Okay, she played Wonder Woman, and she's a musician, recording artist, and we're just talking about the music part of it. So, Nina, uh, let, let's talk about the music part of it. Okay. Um, well, I, I signed a record deal to Warner Brothers, a six-album record deal, and then I finished the album not too long ago, and they mm -hmm. thought it was too rock. So they didn't want to release the album. Right. So then I started working with... Um, some of the guys from Cypress Hill. Okay. I don't know if you heard of that band. Yeah. Cypress Hill. And um, heard from Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill. <laughs> in the membrane. <laughs> all right. Those guys. All right. So we're doing like we're taking all the guitars out, but it's still like rock, but it's like hip hop rock, but very melodic. Okay. You know, and those guys, um, Reggie Stewart, who, who I'm working with, like you know, they work with Radiohead and Bjork and. You know, so they have that, like, electronic sound, and they're good with melodies, and has, like, that urban hip-hop feel, but it's rock. Okay. And they're melodic. Yeah, so I've been working with them, so I'm uh, doing the album with those guys, which has been uh, very exciting. So we're in the studio whenever I have free time finishing that. And then, in the, like, in between all of that, in my free time, I just uh, did a song for the new show. Sharknado movie that's coming out on Lakeshore, and the song that's the big thing, the Sharknado that that got a lot of play. <laughs> yeah, sharks floating and flying oh. all over the place. <laughs> yeah, uh, my my song is coming out. It's getting released on the seventh, mm -hmm. so that's actually tomorrow. Oh, nice. So my song will be available, yeah, on the soundtrack. Okay. Um, yeah. So so I did that, and then. Uh, I wrote two other songs for another uh, Lakeshore Lionscape project called Wednesday that's going to come out as well um, soon. 
So, uh, so yeah, I'm still releasing stuff. And then the really exciting news is that I managed to get my rock songs from Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. and I'm going to release an EP simultaneously with The Chemist because I have a couple of songs in The Chemist. Okay. So once that movie is released, I'm going to release my EP at the same time with my rock songs okay. that Warner Brothers were too scared to uh, release. Why? Why? Because, why what, uh, what are you scaring the music executives? No, they. You did know, you rock play, is dead. Did you flex, and, your, did you flex again, your muscles? You know, a girl doing it. It just doesn't fly. You know, they got cold feet. They put a lot of time and money into me, and then they got cold feet. You know, the the. I mean, who's out there, rock chick, right now? You. That's Nobody. All, that's all I care. <laughs> that's all I care about is you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they want guarantees, you know, so they got mm. cold feet. They uh, got cold feet. You know, nobody wants to lose their job, you know, big corporations that that tough, you know, I was so excited I signed my life away and I wasn't really aware of what I was signing, you know. But but you got like, you got your masters now, right? I got, yeah, I got my songs back, so now I'm going to do a little EP with six songs and I'm going to release them on my own okay. while I finish the record with Cypress Hill. Nice with those guys, yeah. Yeah, those, those, those yeah. Cypress Hill, they, they, uh, yeah, they, they, they can really uh, tune it up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, and they, you know, they're, you know, sober, you know, Buddhist, vegan, you know, the guys I'm working with. So it's like, it's, you know, it's a different story than I think when back in the day when you know they were. Well, they cleaned up. <laughs> they cleaned up their act, and you know they cleaned up. And people, you know yeah. what? Just because you're vegan, this is what makes me, which is interesting, because you would think that hey, you're vegan, and your your eating habits and everything, it should cost you less. It actually costs you more to eat what you need to eat. Uh, yeah, if you buy it, you know, organic, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like. It's, you're, it's, Again, you said you got to sign your life away for food. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> we got to talk to Peter. I have about- to eat a lot. You know, I eat a lot of food. And you eat yeah. a lot of food? Uh-huh. Oh, that, yeah. that's because you work out so much. That's why. Yeah, I just fast metabolism and, you know, love food. Yeah, and then you you start going crazy and start boxing and kicking and doing your prima ballerina. <laughs> for, 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 for those for those uh, for those tuning in here, I hope that you can hear me. I'm hoping that you can hear me. We tried. I don't think that anyone has tried to do this type of thing on Periscope. Um, and I hope that you can hear Nina because she has a lot of interesting things to say. And if if, if you can hear her, just just let me know. Let me know if you can hear. Let me know if you can hear me. Let me know something. I'm, I'm uh, just send send a message on this. Day. I know I can see stuff on here. Um, you can't hear her. All right, they can't hear you. Ah, you know what? Uh, okay. But you you know something. If you ask, if you, all right, you can hear me. Thank you. Thank you for that. If if you uh, if you do ask questions, I am gonna ask Nina these questions, and she will answer them. And that'll be part of the show. So you, it'll still be part of the show. Again, no one has ever tried to do this. Um, so obviously we weren't successful, but we did try. Um, so I do apologize. But, uh, but yeah, so now uh, you, you have... Okay, so we're... Uh, I think we lost, I think we lost our, our little feed. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, they can't hear you. Let me see. Um, 
I'm gonna try, we're going to try to do this again. We were... See, they, they can hear me. They can't hear you. So we're not going to get any questions, unfortunately. We're, we're, I'm going to try to go on there again if I can. Just bear with me. Okay. This is, this is going to be... The, oh, good. This is going to be the editing show from hell. I know it already. <laughs> yeah, at least they can hear you. Yeah, well, I don't even know how they can hear me. I don't know. I don't know anything here. And we're gonna we're gonna try we're live again. I don't know what's gonna happen here, um, but anyway. So now we're trying to do the periscope thing is not working out like we planned because they can't hear you, Nina. And I apologize for that. I apologize to the people that that keep popping okay. in. Uh, and if you can hear me, just just let me know that you can hear me at least before everything blows up. <laughs> okay. So uh, all right. So now, uh, if anyone has any questions for Nina. Uh, feel free to ask. I, I will ask her the questions, and they will be uh, part of the show. See, the, the thing is, we lost the initial feed, which um, you know, which kind of takes a couple of minutes for people to actually get tuned into to stuff on Periscope, because you know this is it's a it's a pretty much a new platform. So well, we're 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 doing something different, Nina. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're trying. We're trying. Yeah. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna let this run for a little while, but we're gonna we're gonna get, we're gonna continue the show, and hopefully, you know, um, uh, and we'll we'll wind up doing this again anyway. Uh, but yeah. So now with your music, yeah. you're doing stuff with Cypress Hill, and uh, and you're 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 at the tail end of of uh, working on that project. Yes. Yes, we are. We are um, in the next couple of months. We finished like the first batch of songs, and then they take them and they produce them, and they have like Dre's mixer to mix the song, so it has like that uh, hip hop kind of Dre sound, mm -hmm. even though it's rock. Right. You know what I mean? And then we, are, you know, so it's gonna be it's gonna be very different, unlike anything out there. So we are about a few months away, and then I'll have something, and then we're gonna take it to my manager and to you know the label and then they're either gonna love it or they're gonna not understand it at all <laughs> uh, you know what? but uh, i you know i hope i i think they will i mean it's so different it's so new and it's so fresh and it's because the edm the dance music right now is taking over you know they have five hundred thousand kids going to the you know to the shows out in the desert and you know that's the new woodstock Oh, you know, and that, it's like you have to that Burning Man. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's like Burning Man, but it's like that EDM dance music is what's taking over the world right now. Yeah. So are. it's like, yeah, I have to fit within there. I'm just trying to do it my own way, so I don't lose my my you know dignity. You know, because yeah. I'm I like rock music. I like the edgier stuff. You know. Well, you want to stick, so, uh, you want to stick to what you what you see as being real for you, because you, I mean, yes. you know the thing is, Nina, when when I see when I see a musician and they're you know they're playing a certain music and they change things around and they keep changing things around just to go with the times, you know, mm. I, I think you kind of lose yourself because you know, I mean, if you enjoy, you love. You love music. You love rock music. That's what you love to do, and that's what you're mm -hmm. selling. So if you had to do something different, you probably wouldn't love it as much. You'll you would do it, but you probably wouldn't have the passion mm -hmm. that you have here. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, I think you're absolutely you you're absolutely right, and you only you know shine like like with 
part for Macho. He gave me this great part, and then you can really do your stuff and you can shine. You know, you're only as good as the material. Right. So if I sing some music that are, my heart is not really into, you know, I, I won't shine. You know? Um, like, I'll let, I'll let the Kelly Clarksons and the, all those Ava Levines and I'll let them Katy Perry. That's their world. They can have it. Yeah, that's not They're true. really good at it. Well, that's not your thing. You know? you, I mean, you're, you're good at what you do. And, uh, you know, we, and we, we did, during intermission, play one of your songs. You don't know it because you weren't on the intermission. So we did play no. one of your songs. But, you know, we're, and we are going to be playing, just so our listeners know, we are going to be playing Nina Bergman's music on a few different shows because we have a whole, you know, uh, lineup of special guests uh, coming on. So uh, we're going to be playing your music because we, we, I want to showcase it to uh, more people because I like it. Thank you. See that? Giving you Thank props. Thank you. Giving you props all over. <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's not just me saying it. If I didn't like it, then I wouldn't say anything. You know, yeah. but, I, but I do like it. And I, I like you as a person because I, I see I mean, you have a fire inside of you. And, and if, if no one got that from hearing your story so far, then they're going to really get it when you start turning you know, really turning things up because, you know, Hollywood is one thing. Music is something else. You're on full throttle on both. Mm. Okay. So, yes. you know, so now, I mean, what you, you, you're working, uh, are you working on a movie project now? Uh, right now? No, right now I'm just working on that. I'm working on my own passion project called no kill. Okay. That's a f full feature that we worked on now for two years, and we are actually launching the Indiegogo campaign in about a month and a half. Uh, what, and it's, what, what? A, it's a suspense thriller uh, movie that um, has a animal rights activist message. It's based on a true story but when I worked as an undercover, you know. So it's, it's about a girl who uh, uh, goes out and... Um, you know, she works in all these different facilities, testing facilities of animals. She works undercover for dog fighting rings, and nothing is getting done. So she takes matters into her own hands, and she goes out and does to the people what they did to the animals and leaves clues for the authorities. Oh, wow. And you said, yeah. you said that there's some parts of it that are based on, what would you say? A true, a true stories. A true story? Yeah. Oh, so you, mm -hmm. you took stories from... I guess true stories from other people, and you incorporated it into the movie. Yeah, and because I worked as an undercover. That's what animal, I, right. You, is this anything that you haven't done? You you, you do a CIA, yeah, I did. FBI, that was James that Bond was my, stuff. That was, that was my fuel for the boxing. You know what I mean? That's where all that wow. anger came from. Because going undercover and seeing all this stuff that I hope nobody ever gets to see, but I think the world should see, you know, where the food comes from, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, as Paul McCartney says, if slaughterhouses had windows, you know, it would be a different story. So, if, you know, once you see all of that, I had no, I couldn't talk to anyone, no, you know, I couldn't, you know what I mean? So, I, that's when I did the boxing and I wrote really angry music back then, okay. <laughs> you know, and then finally I had to stop because it was getting the best of me, you know, I just turned into a really angry chick, yeah. you know, I just lost faith in the world and mm -hmm. humankind and so I had to, to take a, you know, stop for a bit. 
Right. No, I, I can I, I can understand that because you went and you were seeing things that you never thought you could see. You got you got traumatized. A fact. You got traumatized. Yeah. And then every time you saw yeah. somebody eat a hamburger or something, it would get to you because you knew how what what it took for it to get there. Yeah, I mean, I was one of those. If you ordered for one, I would flip the table in the restaurant. You know, <laughs> I, I, I just, I lost it. You know, I, like I went a little crazy. I couldn't. My, my skin was too thin. You know, mm. and then I was like, one day, you know, I'll take what I have, the knowledge, and I'll try to do something bigger than me, mm-hmm. and uh, and and just saving one animal at a time and. You know what I mean? You know, saving these, um, you know, saves a lot of people from the, from the fighting, you know, the underground fighting. There's you. still a lot of that going on in L.A., and I'll nurture them back to life with my girlfriend yeah. and um, yeah, yeah. adopt them away. Who, hmm? what, what organization do you, do you work with? It's, her name is Sky Valencia, and she works with the St. Martin. St. Martin's Animal Shelter. Okay, St. Martin's so Animal Shelter. So And anyone that listen, yeah. that's listening to the show. Sky you know, Valencia. Yeah, check out St. Martin's Animal Shelter, you know, because uh, I'm a big advocate of, uh, of you know, you know, anti-dog fighting. I've, do- I've done some stuff like that myself. You know, not, not the dog fight, anti-dog fighting. And you know, yeah. I'm a big advocate of that. Um, and I think that's a fantastic thing that you're doing and that they're doing. And there are a lot of, there, there are a lot of organizations, especially in LA. I don't know why it's, it's, it's prominent over there, but it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, 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 a, it's a big problem. And I think that it's horrible and I need to express this. And I don't mean to take time from you, Nina, but I think it's, it's disgusting that you have people that are taking, you know, pitbulls are the, are the, are the, the gentlest dogs in the world, unless you mm-hmm. train them to be a certain way, and I think it's despicable, you know, and um, yeah. that 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 people do that, you know, because if you do that to a to a, an animal, you know, what what's what's to say you're not going to do that to a human being? Oh yeah, but that's what the movie No Kill is about. Mm. It's about um, you know, she goes out and she finds the guys that arranges a lot of the underground dog fights in LA and I know the guys mm-hmm. and we're using their names and she goes and she does to them what they did to the dogs, pull their teeth out, their nails out, you know, cause that's what they do to the practice dogs so they don't hurt the prize dogs. Mm-hmm. And then she leaves them <laughs> for, to, to be close with the authorities, you know, oh, wow. to, to, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so it's based on real stuff, but you know, the movie is a suspense thriller and you won't know. Uh, you know, you follow the detective named Heather, you know, and then in the very end of the movie, you realize that it's this woman who has this animal shelter with this older guy who has mm-hmm. been doing all this. And it's like seven. It's like seven meets girl with a dragon tattoo. Okay. All right. And, yeah, uh, so it's... Uh, <laughs> have you, st- you haven't started filming yet, right? Uh, no, we have the whole Indiegogo campaign ready to go, and we already have... You know, so many people are interested and celebrities interested because of the subject matter, mm-hmm. you know, ready to uh, to jump on board. And we've got a publicist. And so we launch everything in about a month and a half. And then, you know, we have the trailer on there and we have, it explains everything. And it's called No Kill. Okay. So we launch that. And then um, depending on what kind of budget, you know, then uh, we'll, we'll see uh, what, you know, what kind of movie we have, but we're, you know, we're doing it. <laughs> well, I'm sure, I'm sure that, I'm sure that a lot of, 
you have a lot of actors that are work. You know, I mean, if you're doing a union thing, a SAG thing, they'll work. You know, scale, I guess, or I'm sure. Yeah, it's a union. Yeah, so so we have already. We have. I mean, I can't say any names right now. You know, um, but we already have some incredible actors attached to the project because of the message, and they're willing to do it for scale. You know, and, and, these and they should. <laughs> and you guys, I don't know who you are, but if you're attached to this project, you're doing a good thing. You're doing a very good thing, and I commend you on that. And when I do get your name, then I'll, I'll thank you for what you're doing for these animals because just sending this message out, hopefully, if, if it helps to save one little doggy and it helps to change mm-hmm. one kid's mind from doing something so stupid, Okay, mm-hmm. and then it actually is doing something good. And then, you know, um, but that that's good. See, when everything, when you, all this stuff comes to fruition, you have to let me know so that we can help you yeah. uh, get it out there. Yeah, in a, in a, in a month and a half, I'll, I'll start bombarding you because I will be bombarding everyone. Because <laughs> hey, that's my passion project. You know, it's not mine. It's for the animals. I'm not doing it to be, you know, to get a starring role in it or uh, get famous or this is, you know, a project that i created it, the only reason why i did it was for the message well you know, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm there with you and me being i had I had three pits myself um so oh, wow. yeah so i'm i'm very uh when, when it comes to that 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 tugs my heart and that that's personal mm. to me so that's why I say that I'm there to help you and do whatever. Oh, thank you. We're gonna get we're gonna get more people to help you, you know. So uh, we're gonna get that word out. So that that's the, that's the good stuff that you're doing, and you have your music your music coming out. You you have this project uh, coming out, and um, and and I, the chemist. The chemist, the chemist will be out. The chemist. Hopefully soon. We can't forget about the chemist. You have Olivier, nah. Olivier Gruner. Uh, you mm-hmm. have yourself, okay. Um, uh, you have um, you have Kilpatrick. Uh, yeah, you have Kilpatrick. Well, yeah, we Kilpatrick. Come on, please. Come on, buddy boy. Come on, buddy. What are you doing there? I thought you should have taken him out. That's that's what I was hoping you were gonna take him out. <laughs> no, but no. Yes, some great actors there. Um and then you have some cameos from Richard Grieco and uh, Sasha Mitchell yeah. and then um and then uh, you know Stephanie she she's in there she she'll get angry if I don't if I don't say her name <laughs> no no she's in <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, Stephanie Gerard yeah. she she she's in it you know um and she's actually going to be coming on the show as well uh to talk about her music career and her acting career. Um, so yeah, the chemist is is there, and yet yeah, directed by by Art Camacho, and uh, just for those that don't aren't aware, Art Camacho did a lot of the choreography, the fight choreography for Steven Seagal's earlier films, where he was before he got chubby, you know. So uh, that's he. <laughs> but he that that was some of the good stuff. That's when he was doing the good stuff. He was doing the good Aikido. Um, but, yeah. But yeah, so now that you have the chemist and you have all these projects, so, I, so you know what I think that we need to do. And, and again, I apologize for the Periscope thing. We tried, we tried, okay. Um, but we, we're gonna get a handle on it. May, they may come up with some tools for this. Uh, didn't work to our advantage today, but we'll we'll we'll, fi- we'll figure it out, guys. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, what I want to do, if you can, 
because uh, you and I, we can talk about things forever and ever, but we don't have forever and ever. Uh, we have a cap on the time we have on the show. Uh, but maybe you can go and give our listeners your website information, your social media information, so that they uh, yeah. they can follow your career because you have a lot of stuff going on. And, and, and you know, people got inspired with the uh, with the women's soccer team taking home the gold. Okay, but when you have strong mm-hmm. women, you know, making their mark on their own terms, okay, that's inspiring. And, and you know, I think that a lot of you, you're going to inspire a lot of women when they start to learn more about you. And I, and I know that. I know that to be a fact. So uh, we, we have to get uh, Time Magazine yep. to write an article on you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> got to do it. Time got to do it. All right, so, so give, give, yeah. you, give your website information okay. and your social so media. So my, my website is uh, ninabergman.com. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I have my Warner Brothers music website, which is n-i-n-dot-com. So it's just Nina. It's N-I-N-A. Okay. Just with dashes in between. So that's the Warner Brothers. And then I have my Facebook. That's Nina Bergman. And I have my Twitter. That's Nina Bergman. I have my Instagram. That's Nina Bergman. I have my Tumblr. That's Nina Bergman. I have my Pinterest. <laughs> I have yeah, so N- many. Nina Bergman. And then... <laughs> And, and, yeah. and you have all that stuff. See, so now you know, I do urge uh, our listeners to, you know, follow Nina's career because this girl's just getting warmed up. She's just stretching out a little bit, okay? And if she, you know, with the passion that she put into her life when she was younger, I mean, I'm talking about younger, when she was like, you know, 12 years old, you know, seven years old, supporting herself. Like, really? Like, what's up with that? Okay. Um, but doing doing all that stuff, and I know that, that these chapters of her life now are going to be that much more, you know, uh, impactful because they're going to they're going to inspire a lot of people and I know that you're going to move up the, the move up the food chain quickly in Hollywood Missy I know that's going to I know that's going to happen cuz you you mean Wonder Woman Wonder Woman ain't got nothing on you <laughs> No No I mean yeah I, I have to thank Jesse, Jesse for that too you know he helps a lot with that Yeah Jesse's you know? guy. he's going to be coming on Hey he takes me when 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 he first came to me, I was like, "I'm not playing Wonder Woman, no way." <laughs> I was like, "What?" You know, well, he he made then, a good uh, choice on it. I'm telling you because, like, if if someone was to look, see, you have to have a a, a vision. You got you have to have a vision, mm-hmm. okay? And he had a vision for you, and it fit the bill. That's why I'm still yeah. shocked. I mean, honestly, okay. With with DC Comics and and whoever is behind uh, the Wonder Woman movie, whatever studio is behind it, yeah. For the love of God, I mean, you you could, they they should have actually tapped you for that because it was perfect for you. Well, I, I was in there, you know. I I did, you know. I was in there auditioning, but you know, it's all politics, and they're looking for a certain kind of. You know, who they pick, she's great. She's just very, you know, different for me. She's skinnier and, um, you know, a little sweeter, <laughs> you yeah. know? And, uh, you know, maybe they're going a little more Linda Carter, yeah. you know? Yeah, but you know what? They want Like, to... where Jesse and I went, like, dirty, gritty, like the real Wonder Woman, and they wanted a little more, you know, Linda Carter. Well, if they wanted Linda Carter, they should have just got a daughter. She looks just like her. 
Okay. <laughs> I mean, seriously, her daughter looks just like her. Her daughter looks identical. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised. Oh, well. If they wanted her, they should have just got a daughter, you know. But, you know, it, 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 it kind of reminds me of when they uh, when they came out with the Batman movies and they were mm-hmm. like, you know, goody, 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 gumdrop. And then all of a sudden it got dark. When it got dark, the fan base grew because dark, yeah. it made it real. Yeah. Okay, and you guys made it real when you when you did when you did Wonder Woman. You made it real, and I I love it. I I wish that I wish that was the movie, that was the big movie. But it's not over yeah. yet. It's not over yet because let me tell no. you. No. Well, hey, you know what? And if this, you know, when when the James Bond, uh, this is years and years ago. Okay, when they want to have Pierce Brosnan as James Bond. He wanted it, but he couldn't get out of his contract, so they went. They got somebody else. So he thought he lost his opportunity, but years later, he got the gig. So keep the hope alive, because I have a feeling that they're going to come. They're going to come to you when they figure out that Wonder Woman has to be tough and has to be gritty. She can't be nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm always ready. Got to make got to make it happen. All right, Nina. Yeah, listen. yeah, I uh, I I just got messages from from fans. I was only able to hear him. I'm sorry, someone. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I I I apologize up and down on the on on Periscope and on the show and right now we tried but we're going to try again not not now but we'll try another okay. time because we're going to bring you on again and again because you you, you mean I, I'm sure the next time I'm going to bring you on you're going to have like 20 different things and you 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 would have taken over the world and then that that's going to be another story so that's going to be something else so uh but Nina I want to thank you for coming on the show and uh, yeah I, I love the story and I do implore you know i do want our listeners to you know follow her career because it's going to be an amazing one all right but uh, i do again nina thank you again and uh thank you no and it's my pleasure and my honor and i want our listeners to join us for the uh for the next segment uh again you know we're going to have a segment every week we have a lot of great guests coming on so please join us for the next segment until then have yourself a great week initiating shutdown sequence you're listening to UCW Radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.